This week on Together for Salem. And it's not just to experience more, but it's actually to become more. But a lot of us miss it. And often we, we choose to settle for less, to be less. I think if we, if we really look at it and see what Jesus really said about his revolution, we're going to find that becoming more comes down to just a few simple choices. Hi, welcome to Together for Salem. I am Donna. And this is Monica. Hi. And what number of episodes is this, Monica? 57. 57, guys. That is like over a year of doing these Together for Salem episodes. And so this one is part four of There's More series that we've been working on. We're wrapping it up. Last one. Pretty exciting. Yeah. It's a hard hitter. It's going to be fun. So what are we doing outside? We're going to um, load up this truck with all the Church of the Park donations that we got on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to take it over there to Church of the Park. Cool. And give it to them. What a good day for that. It's, it's nice a beautiful out. day for it. And then we're going to come back on the other side. While we're doing that, you guys listen to John. And then we'll come back, talk about it. A couple of announcements. You're not going to want to miss it. And a giveaway. Oh, yeah. There's got to be more to life, right? Like you want more. You want you want more than constantly trying to to get ahead, never to actually reach what ahead is, right? You want more than than getting through this phase only to have to get through the next phase and then the next phase. We want more than that constant noise that's always around us, always shouting at us, always trying to get our attention. You want more than hoping your good outweighs your bad. And we want more than just guessing about why we're here and what is all of this about. And every once in a while, we ask these questions. And Either we, we don't actually find an answer, or we're not satisfied with the answers that are presented to us. It often feels like we're, we're chasing the pot of gold, right? Where we almost have an answer, and then it disappears. Well, the truth is, there is more. See, God created us for more. So much more than we've ever imagined. And instead of hinting at what that more is, He actually came and showed us. See, because he loves us so much, God came as Jesus to show us there is infinitely more that we're invited to. There's infinitely more to this life that we can, we can be and have. See, he called it, this more, he called it the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is God's revolution breaking through our world, completely changing how the world works, completely changing how we interact with each other, how we interact with God. It, it's about bringing heaven to earth starting now and culminating in an eternal future. And God's invited all of us to fuse our story, our personal story, with his grand story, to accept our role, to play our role in his revolution. And it's not just to experience more, but it's actually to become more. But a lot of us miss it. And often we, we choose to settle for less, to be less. Why do we do that? Why, why wouldn't everyone want to join 
this revolution? Why wouldn't everyone want to find that there's so much more available in our lives? I think if we, if we really look at it and see what Jesus really said about his revolution, we're going to find that becoming more comes down to just a few simple choices. And while teaching a large crowd, Jesus told a story explaining why so many of us miss the more that he offers us. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. It's clear, right? Super simple. So that's it. That's why we missed the more. We'll see you next episode. Now, if, if you're thinking, wait, uh, what? Like, thanks, Jesus, birds eating seeds. That's, yeah, I get it. I mean, if, if that's how you're feeling, you're in good company. Jesus's closest friends who knew him best at that time didn't get it either. And so they asked him, Jesus, what are you talking about with the birds and the seed and that type of thing? And so being Jesus, he explained it to him. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. And so in this story that Jesus tells, we see that the seed that is getting thrown all about is the message of the kingdom of God. This, this invitation, not just to go to heaven someday, but this invitation to be a part of God's revolution of bringing heaven to earth now. The message that God loves you and that God is for you and that God actually created you to be something more than we usually experience. In fact, check out episode one of this series to see what we're really talking about with the kingdom, the message of the kingdom of God. So we see that the seed is the message of the kingdom of God. And the farmer is Jesus. And he's just flinging this stuff wherever he wants, like covering the earth with his seeds. This idea, this extravagant grace and love that he offers to everyone. And the soil, the dirt, is you. You're dirty. And me, we're, we're dirty, we're dirt. And it's about how different people respond to Jesus's invitation to be a part of the kingdom of God. And so this first soil is the footpath, right? Jesus, the farmer throws the seeds on the footpath and the, the birds come and eat it. This path is all packed down and, and hard, right? And Jesus is saying, those are the people who hear the message of the kingdom, but don't understand it. And so the devil, and yes, Jesus said there was a devil and somebody can predict and pull off their death and resurrection. I'm going to believe them. So the devil, Jesus says, comes and takes that message away. And every time I read this growing up, this is a pretty famous story for church kids. Every time I've heard this message, I always felt bad for the footpath people, right? Like it's not their fault that they didn't understand it. Jesus, you, and you don't say this out loud when you're in Sunday school, but I was thinking, Jesus, you probably should have explained it better. Like if you want them to understand it, explain it better. And I still feel bad for these people, but that's not what Jesus was saying. See, I didn't fully understand it. See, to understand the message of the kingdom of, of God is not just like mentally grasping the concept. 
it's this idea of hearing it and then doing it, of hearing it and applying it to your life. See, Jesus is talking about the person that says, here's, here's the message that God is for you. Jesus loved you enough to die for you and then rose again to give you new life. And they say, oh, that's nice. And they leave it at that, right? They, they choose not to explore it. They don't, don't even try to apply it a little bit. They choose to not understand. It's a choice to not understand. They're closed to actually making any kind of change because of what they heard. See, people can, they can sit in church service after church service. They can go to Bible study after Bible study and only hear about the message of the kingdom of God and do nothing with it. See, the kingdom of God is more than agreeing that love is good and trying to be nice once in a while. We often think, oh, the kingdom of God, yeah. No, that means, yeah, love's good. Everybody should love each other. And let's be nice to each other once in a while. See, we can say, yeah, I like the idea of Jesus. I like the, the idea of love. We should be good to each other. Well, back to life. See, we don't always want to ask the bigger questions or, or take the uncomfortable first steps. And when we refuse to understand, when we choose to not understand, the devil comes and swoops in and takes the little seed that was planted that would have grown into so much more. Jesus keeps explaining. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word, the message of the kingdom of God. See, these are people who hear the message and they really like the idea. And they're genuinely excited about what this could mean for them and what it could mean for the people they love. And they say, yes, I'm in. I want to be part of the kingdom of God. I want to be part of the revolution. I want my life to be about more. And they're emotional and excited and joyful. But they fail to accept what's truly required in this kingdom of God. They're unable to really make the commitment that's needed. It's kind of like, you know, they've enjoyed the free trial period. But when the, when the bill comes and it starts actually costing something, they cancel their membership. Think about any revolution we've had in human history. It's not an easy thing to give your life to, right? Joining, isn't, joining a revolution isn't just a fun party. And God's revolution is even more. See, joining God's revolution means choosing to live counter to everything else you see around you. It's not easy. It means choosing to be less than, choosing to be insignificant, choosing to live for something other, something more than what we want every day. And choosing to live like this is not easy. And not everyone will understand it. They might even make it harder for you to be a part of that revolution. And joining the revolution is difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. It is difficult. And it can be scary, but it's worth it. But unfortunately, many fail to get past the free trial period. And there's other soil. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. This soil represents... A lot, very, very many Christians. It, it often, very often, represents me. 
See, these are people that understand the facts of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus, that Jesus died because he loves us so much. He died for us, so we need to love each other, right? We understand those facts. And, and these are good, nice people. They probably read their Bible pretty often. They go to church at least twice a month. They might even lead small groups. They might even lead churches. But they allow other things to distract from their true purpose in the revolution. They allow themselves to get caught in the weeds, in the thorns. See, we, we do this, I do this, because we care more about what the world we can see can give us. Or we care more about what the world will take away from us than we do about our actual role in the revolution. You might be, well, yeah, those people do that all the time. That's not, that's not me. Brace yourself. I am talking to you. I'm not talking to them. I'm not talking to that person you want to email this to. I'm talking to you. See, the, the examples of this would be, would you rather go to Hawaii for the third time than use that money to actually help others discover the kingdom of God? Would you rather, or do you more often talk about and argue about politics than listen to and try to understand that God image bearer next to you? Have you ever canceled someone because of their political views instead of getting to know who they actually are? Have you ever muted somebody on instant on social media because I don't want to deal with them anymore and their, their crazy views? Maybe you've been so focused on getting ahead in your career that coworkers have become obstacles instead of people that you can choose to be less than. And you're so focused on, on getting ahead that your family has become a distraction instead of the first people you are to serve. Maybe you prefer the distractions of entertainment, whether it's video games or, or sports or kids' sports or, or TV or hobbies. You prefer those distractions over actually physically serving others. Have you ever ended a friendship? Have you ever chosen to kill the unity Jesus called every Jesus follower to because you have different views about political issues or even the pandemic? Have you ever th thought you would um, change or leave a church over masks or music preferences or political preferences or, or getting the vaccine? See, some of you would actually think about quitting Cross Creek right now if I told you to either go get the vaccine or do not go and get the vaccine. See, why am I saying that? Because we often put other things above the role we are called to play in the kingdom of God. Those things become more important to us than what we're actually called to do and to be. And many of those things that I listed, they're not bad in and of themselves. I have a friend who is very political, who has, has passionate uh, opinions about what he thinks about politics and how he thinks the country should go. And he, it comes from a good heart, but he's very passionate, but he doesn't let it get in the way of his true relationships. He doesn't let it get in the way of his, his role as a Jesus follower. See, those things aren't, aren't bad in and of themselves, but if we're not careful, 
they will literally choke the life out of what we are truly called to join. Listen, Jesus follower, Jesus did not come down from heaven, did not turn nature on its head. He did not reverse disease and death. He did not die and rise again and ascend to the right hand of the Father and then send his Holy Spirit to live in and empower us just so we could be comfortable, just so we could go to our preferred type of religious service once a week, just so we could smile at strangers in the grocery store. And he definitely didn't do it so we could turn people into enemies over politics or constantly distract ourselves into a stupor or fight until they come around to our correct way of thinking. See, to become more, we have to choose to live for one thing. Many of us, myself included, need a serious refocus on what we say we are doing as Jesus followers. We've allowed other things to choke our purpose. It's part of, human, of the human experience. But we need to let go of all the other and focus on the main thing. Because we are invited to so much more. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. These are the people that choose to accept the message of the kingdom of God, choose to accept their role in the revolution, and then do it. They apply it. And this harvest that Jesus talks about is insane. See, a good harvest in Jesus' place and time would have probably yielded about 10 times what was, what was planted. See, the seed that's planted in this story becomes even more than anyone thought possible. It would have been ludicrous to even say it would have had this much harvest. But when we accept our role in God's revolution, when we commit to it, when we allow God to use us, when we give up our preferences, our other allegiances, even our identities except for Jesus himself, when we let it all go, we become more than we ever expected. In fact, we talked about that in the last episode about the mustard seed and, and yeast. See, we have to choose to give up everything in order to become more. And the truth is, you're dirty. What kind of dirt do you choose to be? See, there's only one type of dirt that becomes more. And maybe, you know, maybe this was pretty heavy and, and you're not sure yet whether you're, you're in as a Jesus follower. Investigate. Don't brush it off. Don't be that hard beaten path. In fact, the, the fact that you made it this far in this episode shows that you're off to a great start. You're, there's probably at least a little soil that has enough room for that seed to start. So develop that soil with some, with some good amendments. In fact, one idea would be read the book of Matthew. Take the time to actually read about Jesus. Read about this kingdom that he's bringing into the world. Read about how Jesus and how this, this kingdom comes through Jesus. Maybe read it with a friend and, and talk about it. But as you read it, ask these questions. What does this say about who Jesus is? And then what does that mean? Like, what does that really mean? And then what should I do in response to that? What's this say about Jesus? What does that really mean about God, about me, about life? And what should I do in response to that? 
Maybe you are a Jesus follower. You're like, yeah, I'm in. But maybe you've realized that there's a rocky or a thorny issue going on. Or maybe you consider yourself good soil. Great. But have you ever noticed how well weeds and thorns grow in good soil? How often that soil needs to be weeded and refocused on what was actually planted there in the first place? So to refocus, I would say this, your assignment's actually a little easier and a lot harder. Read Luke 9, 23 through 27, once a day this week. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but are yourself lost or destroyed? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the kingdom of God. So read that once a day this week. It's not hard. The hard part is this. Once you read it, adjust accordingly. Adjust your life to what Jesus is calling us to be. And small steps are good. It's good to take small steps. But, Jesus follower, life is short. And it might be time for some big steps. See, the world is changing. In fact, it already has. It is time to take this seriously. We don't have time for anything else anymore. See, the new future desperately needs Jesus followers who choose to make their lives about God's revolution. It's the only thing that's going to make a difference in this new world. In fact, our next series and the next episodes are going to talk about what that actually looks like and how Cross Creek is taking steps to make our lives about this God revolution. Because imagine, imagine every moment having purpose. Imagine knowing that you are part of something bigger than just getting more. That you're part of bringing true life to those you love the most. And imagine that at the end of your life, knowing you gave your life to the greatest cause in the history of the world. You gave your life to something that will last. You are invited to join the revolution. You are, in a, you are invited to discover the life Jesus offers, to enjoy it, to make it your life, and then to share it, to share the life that Jesus offers to people desperately looking for true life. You have a role to play in bringing it to them. So are you in? The kingdom of God is here. And in the kingdom of God, we are invited to be more than we've imagined. But the choice is yours. That was a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in? Totally in. Totally in. Awesome. Uh, there are some good next steps there at the end um, that I'll be checking out. Reading some passages, talking to some people about it, your connect groups, if you're in a connect group, mm -hmm. it's a great place to uh, digest uh, what just happened there. Um, you can also sign up for a connect group. You're thinking to yourself, I'm not in a connect group, Monica. Well, there's a chance for you to do that on the welcome form. Also on the welcome form, you can ask for prayer, request a Bible. It's a great way to just let us know that you're watching. You can request a free e-gift card. That's our thank you to you just for saying hello. Uh, but please check out that welcome form. And if you're interested in joining a connect group, we have space for you. And our connect groups are transitioning slowly 
uh, from meeting online to meeting in person outdoors. So if that's something that interests you. Or a combo. Or a combo. Yeah. Hybrid. Yeah. Totally. Indicate that on the form too. Let us know what you're comfortable with, what you're interested in. We will try to accommodate you as best we can. And that's it. Yeah. So now. Giveaway? I know. Best, best part. Best part. Best part. Yep. So this week we are giving away a $25 gift card to Angel Share Barrel House, which is in Turner. Um, and it's a pretty cute little place. It's a, an old church that was converted into a little, little pub. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, this week's winner, Amber M. Woo! You win, Amber. So uh, you can enjoy some, uh, some good beer and food. They have, they've got food. So flatbread tacos. Yeah. Uh, um, sweet potato fries. Mm. Cider. Very good. We'll just keep going back and forth the whole yeah. menu. We can, it's, it's a pretty big beer menu though. That would take a while. <laughs> okay, we won't do that. <laughs> so also um, coming up uh, on May 9th on Sunday, which is, by the way, it's Mother's Day, our next outdoor party. And uh, we are going to be meeting right here. That's right. Right here on, uh, this is kind of the church blacktop uh, basketball court. And so we're just going to have a, a fun time, have some music. We're gonna have hot dogs, so uh, guys, you don't have to feed your family because we will feed them for you. That's right. So um, yeah, it's gonna be good. So that is gonna be on Sunday, May 9th at 4.30 right here. That's right. You can bring a chair, bring beverages, bring blankets if you wanna sit over on the grass, but it's gonna be super chill. Yep. And just a good hangout time. Yeah, fun time. Looking forward to it. Weather hopefully will be great. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yep. So there's a few things we want you to know about what's coming up this week. The first thing is, really quickly, we are doing another giveaway mm -hmm. to Flight Deck. Ooh, Flight Deck. Flight. I've been there a couple times. Yep. Yeah, Flight Deck's right at the airport, Salem Airport. And uh, you can get tables. They're going to have outdoor seating they're adding on. And it overlooks all the cool airplanes. So it's, it's a pretty fun place. Super fun. Great place to bring the kids, probably. Yeah. Or just, just have a romantic date watching planes. Why not? Why not? So we'll give away that. It's gonna be on social media or you can email us to enter if you're not on the socials. That's cool too. So that was the first announcement. Uh -huh. Second announcement you already did, which was our outdoor hangout, yes. RSP online. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And oh, then good point. it's a new month. It is a new month. It's May. And April that is over. A new for Salem opportunity. That's right. So we're gonna thank our teachers this month. Um, and with this opportunity, there's a lot of options for you. I won't go over all of them. Check the show notes for things, more information about any of what we've talked about. But we wanna thank our teachers. So thank a teacher with a meal. So it's like a two for one. You're supporting a local restaurant and you're also thanking a teacher. Super easy. Could you make your own meal? You could make your own meal or you could just buy them a gift card and they could buy their own meal. So whatever, everyone's more comfortable Whatever with. you're comfortable with. And if your kids aren't, you don't have kids or your kids aren't in school or you're like, I'm a grandparent, um, there is a school near you. So you can just surf the internet, find a school and you can send a teacher an e-gift card just, and just say thank you. And most of the giveaways we've done for For Salem are e-gift cards. So it's a really, really easy thing to do. Most restaurants now are set up to be able to email somebody a gift card. So we'll have some um, tips in the show notes, um, maybe some good locations on our website that you could do that. Um, but just thank a teacher. They've worked hard yeah. this year. It's been yep. a weird one. Weird school year. <laughs> yeah. So this is a good opportunity to thank them. So that's our opportunity for you to be for your neighbor in May. And that's okay. it. Okay. I think we covered it all, Donna. Until next time. Okay. We got to take the stuff over to Church of the Park. They're going to use it. They're going to give it away. It's going to be awesome. Hygiene kits and clothes. Yeah. You always support Church of the Park. Check them out on socials or in the show notes. Cool. Okay. See you See later. You later.
trying to, to get ahead, never to actually reach what ahead is, right? I had a burp the whole time that didn't come out. <laughs> Maybe start over. <laughs> Maybe I will. Here we go. <clears throat> and here's, here's that story. I hate that part. I don't know if I can. That was really <laughs> close to what you said. I think I heard. All right.